I hey guys, this back-to-school season, let HelloFresh handle dinner. You deserve it. Their quick and easy meals take the stress out of mealtime, even on hectic weeknights. Get 16 free meals across <laughs> seven boxes with code VALLEYCAST16 at HelloFresh.com VALLEYCAST16. <laughs> That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16 and use code ValleyCast16 to get 16 free meals across seven boxes. Now, welcome to the ValleyCast. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people get them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Not to belabor a pre-roll, because I don't want to do that, because a pre-roll is Please a very don't specific thing. Don't belabor it. 16 free anythings is pretty crazy. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's and yes. <laughs> and it yeah. used to be 14, so I'm wondering if one day it'll be 18. And that'll be yeah, unheard of. They're adding the across seven boxes, which I think is also an interesting... Mm, that means you got to yeah. be in for a, a little bit of the long haul. As they say. Oh, that is what it very smart. Worth it. Great stuff. Not to belabor the pre-roll though. Moving on. (laughs) Welcome to the Valley Cast, everybody. We got Kevin. We got Elliot. We got a Joe Beretta. We don't have a Steve. He's uh, He's in Vegas, dude. In Vegas. Vegas. Which makes Elliot super jealous. Does it make you jealous? Is there true jealousy there? I'm actually going I'm going what's no Is there true jealousy? No? No, no, I, I, I don't, um, I have, I'm very, uh, I have a lot of equanimity around any behavior Steve Ooh. does, and I've developed that over the I past see. 10 years. Ooh. Good or bad, I have a, is it, there's an well, impenetrability. That's, that's, yeah, that's why I asked, because I was like, there's no way Elliot can be jealous of this. Not with Steve, no, what no. Steve's like, yeah. No, no, and, and Steve's, like, a lot of his behavior, we all know is objectively uh, amoral, and so I find it best for... <laughs> Truly, I find it best to just be not, not acknowledged. Objectively and subjectively. (laughs) And subjective. Well, no, because that would require him recognizing. (laughs) I think that's what makes it so weird. I don't think we've ever heard Steve say, oh, I'm a bad person. I love him. Please, at Steve's there goes right now. I will be upset if I did. part of the podcast. I've Venmoed him $50, like, legitimately. Did you really do that? That's yeah. great. <laughs> and I said, put it all on black, and I have a feeling he's just going to be like, ah, he's not. Do I don't see him playing, like, a game like that. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you could it's do a- the electric one, hopefully, but uh, it'll be fun next week to just be like, all right, you got to give me my $50 back. Now, Damn. Please. But anyway, yeah, Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm sorry, Joe. No, you're good. I'm you doing know. okay. You th- talking about, or... Thinking about Steve in Vegas, I've still never been to like a casino as an adult. Oh, oh, isn't that nuts? You know what? We have been. Ellie, you want to take me? We have been trying to do a (laughs) yes, a Valley folk dinner for a very long time. Oh yeah, we're like, hey guys, we gotta just let's just sit down and let's talk. Maybe, maybe we just say screw it and we take that that dinner is let's just all go for a weekend. With Kevin, yes, the gas. Minus that amoral motherfucker. Yeah, uh, I'll be there at the end of next month. I was just gonna say I I would be very so. down as long as we wait for it not to be 110 degrees there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is impossible <laughs> nowadays if you go during the summer to even like go out on the strip and walk around without yeah. an intense <laughs> misery. God. We also, well, there's that time frame, but then we also have to go before Lake Mead is gone and Vegas doesn't exist anymore. So True. we probably have like a, yeah. like a like a year and a half window. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> speaking of, guys, listen Uh-oh. to this. It's time for He's picking up something. It's time for Elliot's weekly <gasps> Look book what recommendation. Did. Look Ooh, what I'll, did, I have got though. a book recommendation, too. I'll do it after him. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Is that really depressing? Um, I've started reading a little, and it's beyond uh, depressing, Joe. uh, And impressive, though? um, Is it impressive depression? (laughs) It's quite impressive what we've done with with this little planet of ours. Uh, Yeah, no, it's very... uh, 
Ooh. very impressive. But Truly we can't, great. We can't. Is talk it about one it. of those books where after like you can only do it a chapter at a t- half a chapter at a time because yeah. it's just so daunting? Yeah, heavy. my buddy uh, Tad Delay, who's like a pro- philosophy professor, I reached out to him and I was like, "I'm curious about climate change, and I'd like to, you know, you know a lot about it." I was like, "Can you give me some information?" And he was like, "I'm actually writing a book about it right now." He was like, "Here's the Damn. chapter that I wrote on the history." I was like, "Oh, that's great! Thank you so much." So I've been making my way through that today. And that's uh, as a break from the school stuff. And it's break. also not a bad, yeah, not a good idea. Uh, and it's very depressing. And he was like, get this book and then, you know, tell me what you think about my chapter. And I was like, okay, well, it's pretty, pretty not good, man. Every once bad. in a while, it's always fun to, uh, if you like trying to find any type of like glimmer, silver lining, the bright mm-hmm. side, grass is greener of this situation. I'll go, sometimes it's just fun to search. What? What areas are benefiting? Yeah. From <laughs> yeah. Where where is this going to be the place that I want to be? And it may be, not be yep. a lot, but it's it's an, always an interesting search that I think. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. want to store up those like you want to have enough thoughts in your head that when you are on your deathbed, you can have something nice to think about, and that's <laughs> yep. what you uh, what you got. Did uh, I don't think you said? I think you showed the camera, but what's the book called, and who's the oh, author? It's called Overheated. Um, Who's it how by? capitalism broke the planet and how we fight back. Uh, it's by Kate Aronoff. She is a apparently a very good writer um, and journalist type person. But it was really interesting reading about the history of it and finding out like we we've known about the basics of how it works since before the Civil War. Yeah, uh, and the amount of like uh, it being on us and a result of burning fossil fuels has been going on since like the fifties and sixties. And then there was a time in the late 70s when, like, uh, the scientists were working in lockstep with Exxon. And the scientists, they they outlined one of their tankers with all of the equipment to measure carbon amounts in all the different oceans. And when they they presented their findings to Exxon, Exxon immediately shut down the uh, (laughs) research and called it quits. Yeah, It's nice stuff. And, and those people the, are all dead just, now. Yeah, they just probably. threw them in the ocean. Yeah. They're, yep. they're like, yeah. They just threw them in the They made them walk a plank. It was crazy. So right. um, I'm going to assume to varying degrees you guys are feeling kind of the same way that I feel and a lot of other people feel varying about Varying degrees is uh, great. Yeah. Uh, existentially um, being just weighed down by that. this sometimes. We see it in, in our culture. We, see, uh, we feel it every day. If you're not putting blinders on, you see it every day to the point where there are so many natural disasters right now. Floods in Pakistan are insane yeah. right now. But the news doesn't cover them anymore. Massive fires in Oregon right now. Like the news Nothing. isn't covering all of this stuff the way it used to because I, I, again, the last two to three years have been crazy and it's become white noise. But I think at the same time, they're just like, I don't want to think about it. I really think the media is doing that too. And yeah. uh, so because of all of that, there's a, there's a, there's a sticky film of, uh, of darkness that's weighing on us all the time, either subconsciously or consciously. And uh, it makes cynicism take root with yeah. how we're we're moving forward and stuff. And I uh, notice that sometimes, and I know that I'm acting on that sometimes. And I'm always looking for that little bit of hope. And the recent legislation that just passed, although maybe it wasn't as good as w- w- what it could have been, Mansion, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it did pass, Mansion, thank you. And mm-hmm. in doing so. I highly suggest you all, if you haven't already, Hank Green did a very good video covering all of the goodness that came out of that legislation that passed. And for him, how it stripped away a lot of the cynicism and darkness and allowed him to have a little bit of hope moving forward. And I think it's very important that we find those glimmers of hope. Um, yes. because they, they lift us up um, spiritually and, and, and physically and mentally and all of that. And uh, I needed it. So shout out to Hank. Shout Hank out to always that. comes around. Anybody that can do that and, and make us not think that it's all for naught. Because it's not all for naught. Yeah. Unless we act like it's all for naught. So there we go. Yeah, um, totally. Uh, I, and I love when he does that like glimmer of optimism <laughs> stuff instead of just the you know, doom scrolling. He constantly. never, yeah, he almost never does that. He always like gives enough information that ends up being a little bit hopeful about it. Yeah. 
The yeah. thing that I get most hung up on is the, like, uh, s- propaganda and the psychology of the what you're basically saying the denial of uh, of it and the way that it's just completely like mansions one thing, but when it's denied by like half yeah. of the uh, policymakers, it is very depressing. But hey. yeah, hey um, man, to continue. Oh, so let's pray. So that was fun. Uh, continuing on our book club, this is the book that I'm reading. Ooh. Doc. Doc by my favorite author, Mary Doria Mary Russell. Russell. Um, is that about Doc Brown and his origins and how he yeah. got his doctorate? <laughs> it would that be like amazing? It, yeah. uh, it kind of does. It looks like Back to the Future 3. No, it's about, <laughs> uh, it's about Doc Holliday. Um, oh, cool. She's my, she wrote my favorite science fiction book, which is The Sparrow and its follow-up, um, uh, Children of God. And... That was a an amazing sci-fi opus uh, talking about Jesuits who were the first people to go to another planet after we found out that there was life there, um, because that's what the Jesuits do. They're like, oh, yeah. there's some savages. Yeah. Let's go educate yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was about that, and it's great, but she's an amazing um, – she's got such insight on human relationships that she's able to, um, even in fiction – create just like yeah. a bunch of people that you just want to hang out with and by the oh, end of the book you're like oh my god we're best friends I, think, yeah. I can't believe they don't exist so what she's kind of fallen into lately is that she's taking actual historical subjects okay and she does a bunch of research on them and she basically finds this place that is uh i don't want to say the middle ground because it's still it still skews mm-hmm. non-fiction mostly it's all it's all factual it's based off of all of their lives but she's not afraid to bring in new characters to kind of like flesh out the Damn. world a little bit. Yeah. Um, anyways, I highly recommend it. Cool. It's about Doc Holliday. The Earps make some appearances and it's from birth to death and all everything in between. And if you're a fan of like Tombstone and you kind of like have an mm-hmm. idea of some of the relationships that were going on back then, really, really good. Do it. Really good. Highly uh, suggest. Great recommendation, Joe. That genre of, uh, historical fiction is really great and i'm a big fan of it yeah if you have a good writer yeah they make it and there's a guy named Irvin d ulome who did a book called when nietzsche wept and it's about freud and nietzsche freud trying to cure nietzsche basically but in the process you learn a bunch about both these guys and it's so fun Mm -hmm. and uh and they're like personal lives and their personality and just someone who can give it life like that so good so good man you guys are all stuff. smart. I haven't read a book in I don't even remember the last time. I'm Bitch, so you impressed. haven't even been to a casino. You don't. I, I mean, know. you got <laughs> Dude, I have to do. There's nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> Kevin, have you have killed nothing. a man yet? I am nothing. <laughs> I have you, am nothing. You're right. Have you seen the final breaths leave a human carcass? <laughs> <laughs> You've got some things to learn, my friend. Uh, you both take a big sip. <laughs> This is a cocktail too. The this problem is, is, is I I watch all these movies too that are like based on this book or this novel, and it makes me want to read and get interested in reading because I feel like it would spark that creative side and think of ideas that could like follow a book. And it's just every time I just cannot do it. I've never been able to sit down and like enjoy a full book. Interesting. It takes a while. It yeah. takes a while. It, it can be. I I read very slowly. But, but you re- like the fact that you said you took a you've been reading and then you took a break to read, like <laughs> that is a new that is yes a that's super dorky and I understand that. But I don't I'm, think it's dorky. I'm also super confused by it. I don't get it either. I think I'm just very like in this state. I can't wait to go back to not reading. That was okay. Great. But okay. now it's I the you know how greased. You know how, as uh, self-deprecating humans that hate ourselves on occasion, <laughs> we always find a reason to hate ourselves a little bit more, like, unnecessarily, and you do that through comparison most yes. of the time? One of the comparisons that always gets me, even though, like, deep down, it's like, that's just not me. It's okay. Joe, it's okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> is when somebody that is, like, super successful, let's say, like, a Bill Simmons, or let's even bring a Hank Green back into the equation. Yeah. And you just hear them casually say, so I read my 17th book this month. <laughs> that is so weird. And you're like, you did, 
you launched 17 businesses and did 40 podcasts yeah. this month. Where the fuck are you finding time to read? You have kids. <laughs> Where yeah. are you? What are you? How? It's offensive. It's uh, mean. It's not cool to the rest of us. And it um, is such a, oh, like, don't don't make me think about the amount of books I've read and have to count to zero. <laughs> Those are my darkest days when I watch those videos. I just am in the corner crying. <laughs> Do you want to say I, uh, Sorry, Jackson's complaining that I'm doing a podcast right now. Here, come on. Oh. Jackson? I haven't seen Jackson in a while. They want to see. They want to say hi. They haven't seen him for a while. Is he still a boy? Hi. Yes, what he up, is. Dude? How, when, uh, hi, Jackson. When's your birthday? Two days. Two days. Oh, how old nice, is he? man. How, how old, Jackson? Nine. Oh, Nine. my God. Nine. What are you going to do? I want to know what you want to do for your birthday and what you want. Chicken nuggets? Chicken nuggets? <laughs> no. He doesn't get the joke. Do you, do you, do you not he doesn't remember. He's aged out of it. He's yeah. aged out. Yeah. It's sad. I'm going to cry. It again. is sad. <laughs> no, he still loves yeah. his chicken nuggets. God bless Jackson, him. do you want to read it? Do you want to talk about climate change? You talk about climate change? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope, he said. <laughs> he whispered uh, in my God. ear, thanks a lot, boomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks uh, a bunch. Uh, so are, um, there, are there any other of those, like, uh, uh, Jax, I'll be done a little bit, okay? Yeah, you can pray. It's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-oh, Elliot. Um, Elliot, take it out. Elliot? Oh, no, Wait. Elliot, Elliot, don't do it! Elliot, <laughs> get it out. A pole. Yes, there you go. Jeez. Are there any other oh, of oh. those moments when people say this is what I do or this is something that I just casually am good at where you're where it makes you a super jealous or envious, but be like hate yourself a little bit for not doing it. <laughs> like sometimes reading like, 17 oh. books. <laughs> yeah, or it'll be like, "Oh, I got to go record an episode of Dynamic Banter." And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 oh, you got a podcast. Uh, well, yeah, what would it be? I don't know. Do you, Kevin, do you have one off the top of your head that would be the The thing that's game? been getting to me lately is seeing how, like, uh, people who are creative can also be, like, super business-minded and, like, know how to grow a business but also be super yeah. creative. I feel like I just don't have that business side at all. Those dual-threat motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, when people go... Okay, so here's one. Here's a very specific example. There is this guy named Michael Buckley who uh, used to yeah. do YouTube stuff. A uh, delightful person. YouTube just... burnout. Michael Buckley. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> sociopath. Uh, but he, uh, he'll be like, yeah, one day I just uh, stopped drinking, and now I don't do it anymore. Or one day I gave up. All fast food, and I just never did it anymore. People who can, you're pretty good at that, Joe. You'll just I do give that up sometimes. Stuff. You yeah. do like the, yeah, man. I don't. I'm always like, oh man, that'd be cool. Why can't I just, just give up everything? Like, every what would vice. you, what would you want to give? Every vice is that what you're thinking? Mm-hmm. Except so for Miami. Be perfect. Every vice <laughs> except for Miami. That's right. I start with Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go from there. That's where Dave Rubin lives. Um. My idol. Uh, yeah, I, I think that would be it, just being able to switch gears. Discipline. Let's pray. <laughs> you want yeah, some discipline. discipline. <laughs> that would be the word I was scooting around. I would like to I would like to claim that my motivations are 100% discipline in those, because I gave up caffeine for a year and a half just cold. Yeah, I remember that. Are you Woke still doing that's it? crazy. No, I'm back. I'm drinking it now. But because of that, though, I don't drink a pot of coffee a day. Like, yeah. I can limit That's it a little bit am. more now. Yeah. Um, done it with alcohol, yada, yada, yada. But what I think is happening in those moments, if I'm being very true to myself and, and reflective, is that I think there's a borderline um, semi-addictive personality in there on certain things. And I get addicted to the not doing it. Interesting. You know what I mean? Is there a word for that? That's the word for it? I think it? Elliot just said it. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. I th I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but it's like, yeah. Aesthetic. And that means being addicted to not being addicted to something. In a way. It's like the, uh, 
getting yeah pleasure out of uh, a lifestyle of restraint and uh, oh mm. if i was to mm. super super i get that though <clears throat> does it because what Cer- it does is it yeah. puts like a struggle it's like there's this constant small struggle of like having to it's also yep. goal like many goals at the same time though. It's yeah. not just it's not just like self flagellation. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what I mean? There we go. Man, that sounds real weird. Severe self discipline and avoidance of all forms of indulgence, typically for religious reasons. Okay, ah. that's like hard hardcore. That's Joe's not quite there. Monks De- definitely not yeah. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He scratches uh, his neck. That's not but, nope, right nope, there. Nope. Yeah. There's, there's, there's certainly a point though where I would like to get to a level of a, a self-discipline that is, uh, I think, um, a brain cleanser. And I would love to, and I'm not going to be able to do this until later in life as an experiment. Uh, I would love to do the the minimalistic existence for a while. I'm talking yeah. like tiny house, don't own anything, live yeah. on a like small little parcel of land um it really is something that i i would love to give a shot i i find stuff anxiety inducing these days yep yeah yeah do you feel that's um, a good one do you do you go on clutter rampages i mean i always remember i try to do the office yeah when you would uh go on a clean spree and just throw away everything that i had (laughs) and that everybody had and i was like i respect this very much. Remember, remember when he threw away the camera we used <laughs> to film? Did stuff? he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that. Yeah. Actually, that's why we got rid of the office. He just yeah. one day threw us the threw whole thing. We don't the got dumpster. it anymore. I would like to. I would like to say. <laughs> I, would I like don't to need this. I never threw away anything that anybody had. No, I don't think you did. <laughs> I think I <laughs> threw away things that people totally forgot existed until they were gone. That's well, that's the problem. Yep. I can't do that even in my personal life because I'll just go to the family. I'll be like. Too many toys, too many clothes, too many yeah. yada yada yada, you and they all to. go. They all go. No, we care about all of those things. And I go. You haven't thought about that for three years. That's you right. haven't no. until I brought it up, and then they go. <laughs> and then they go. <laughs> I'm keeping this hat. I'm keeping this Paw Patrol hat. For our audio listeners, Joe's son is behind him as he complains about his son. <laughs> so. Uh, that look, Joe. You just looked mad. <laughs> uh, dude, I genuinely do not get the uh, having attachments to many physical items at all. I don't Neither understand me. it. Neither I don't me. look at... Some people do that. They look at like, this reminds me of whatever, or maybe I'll need it. I could throw away basically everything. Yeah. I wish the immoral one was in here right now to give his opinion. Because <laughs> he's just I don't, but I would be happy to hear what he said. He's just swimming in it. <laughs> Amoral one. Uh, you, you've, uh, bas- you've broken him down to his just basic <laughs> description. You don't even say his name anymore. So I wish the... I mean, I don't want the bad person to be here, but if he was, he... Uh... <laughs> the bad I person's like taking me to the Lord of the Rings series premiere this week. You're going yeah. to it? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's cool. some like that's some like childhood Kevin dreams come true really Hollywood is. shit. It really that's is. That's so cool. I just uh, I'm just worried. I'm everybody's saying how much it's gonna suck, and I'm just trying to ignore that and just be like, let's just see what happens. I mean, I, I haven't indulged yet. Yeah, if, if anything, Hopefully, at least that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't indulged yet, but I hear that people are very happy with the Game of Thrones. Stuff oh, people are freaking the, out about that. Yeah, yeah. so there's potential. Uh, yeah, but the Lord of the Rings is Oh, Amazon. he's coming in oh, with the no. opposite take. <laughs> no, listen, guys, it's really good. Have you not? Neither of y'all seen mm-hmm. it? Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna. It's good. It's just like <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this is Game of Thrones. Like <laughs> I forget. I'm that back. It's, <laughs> incredibly difficult to watch at times and like incredibly violent and then i think that i like jackson with chicken nuggets have (laughs) aged out a little bit oh sometimes i see it and i'm like i guess i'll keep watching it but this is like 
doesn't make you feel good. And like I had to pause it and be like, we gotta get through this. We gotta get through this episode. Damn. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really good though. It's really good. It's just not. It's just still Game of Thrones hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping. I'm really hoping the Lord of the Rings is really good. So please let me know. Yeah. I will. My nerdy Doctor Who fandom is the thing that makes me want to watch. Because uh, <laughs> of Matt Smith. <laughs> because of Matt Smith, yeah. He's so good. He's great, though. He's great. Very yeah. He, I'd watch that guy in anything, and I'm surprised yeah. he isn't in more anythings. Yeah. Like, you saw it last night in Soho, right? I did. Yeah. He's in that. Yeah. He's very um, good in it. This is the first thing I've ever seen him in. Really? In my whole Excuse life. I know me? he's Doctor Who, but I'm not a Who, I'm not a who boy. I'm not a who Have bo- you ever who, tried who, to be who, a Who boy? Who um, I may have watched one episode at one time. I don't think I could fully get it. Uh, I wasn't. It didn't hook me, but I know that it is a deep lore that people love very much, and I respect that. I think you actually would enjoy it more than you think. Really? If you, if you yeah. could like just sit down cool. and go, I'm gonna, I'm going to commit to the first season with Ecclestein, and then I'm going to commit to at least five episodes in the next season post Ecclestein, so you understand how the changes occur. And then you cool. see that the difference, you see the similarities and the differences between. I mean, doctors. and then David Tennant is like, and then David, awesome. but yeah. the, there's, there's yeah. it's not just lore, it's not just sci-fi dorkisms. There's history. There's history. There, there's a lot of philosophy. Oh, cool. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like deep people philosophy stuff in it, and like it what makes like a person a, show a person. I... Yeah. Oh yeah, it seems like a show I should, and would like. Maybe there's a resistance because I know that it'll be a vortex that I get sucked into. Yeah, I, we just finished. Uh, I mean, maybe we talked about this last week a little bit, but um, Better Call Saul. Dude, uh, me and Ellie are gonna start that over because I stopped at like the fourth season, and I just ye- want to get same, back. dude. Yeah, yeah. It takes a little bit, but I there are episodes of that show that absolutely, in my opinion, trump uh, Breaking Bad. Hell so, yeah, like, it's so. I you, mean, that's what I've heard. Caught up on it, Joe? Joe? Are you? No, I, I haven't seen a episode. Are you interested at all? I, I never have been, but I it, post everybody freaking out about how good it was and that it's like that's a little same, bit how I was. Yeah, same level as Breaking Bad um, in the lore and the history of te- like good television. That yeah. makes you want to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really worth it. There are moments that are boy, I tell you, just get your heart pounding. Anyway, <laughs> folks, welcome to the Valley Cast. <laughs> Sometimes I feel my head exit as I'm talking. <laughs> um, you guys heard of that? This book it's called Overheated. <laughs> uh, I just saw uh, Elvis. I've been seeing a bunch more movies lately, like in theater Whoa. movies. Did you like that? You like that movie, Elvis? Elvis uh, it was good. Uh, Austin Butler was great in it, in my opinion. But they just brushed over a lot of stuff, and it. it it just was like it's just weird to me still the way they do biopics sometimes, and that gets to me. You're also watching a Boz Lerman movie. Oh, which exactly. Did you is, guys both see yeah. it? I, I haven't, yeah. but I've watched a, a number of Boz's movies and enjoyed a number of Boz's movies. But they're, uh, I don't want to say they're necessarily an acquired taste, but I no. would you even would you consider. Even when he does a biopic, a Boz Lerman movie, a biopic, like, I just—I mean, that's I would, true. Yeah, it probably skews more Boz Lerman than it does yeah. actual bile, bile. Yeah. or bile, or bile. Either Why, way. Elliot? What's your feelings on Elvis? I'm pretty neutral on Elvis. I don't have a lot to offer because I don't care about. Uh, I didn't grow up listening to him, and I that's don't. a little bit. I think what was a turnoff for me too. Like I liked Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody more than Elvis, simply I think because yeah. Queen I like more. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it, I mean, he seems perfectly cast, and oh uh, yeah, killed it. Really, that's great. Yeah. I like when these youngins do good work. We got a bunch of little talented actors. Well, imagine the freaking that. pressure nice. of that to get the role of Elvis. Yep. I, and um, It's insane. I heard that he auditioned against Miles Teller. That's uh, what it was. The same role. And then, yeah, then Miles, Miles got Top Gun. Yeah, and they both did both movies. Yeah, very yeah. fun. Very fun. Or uh, auditioned saw, for both movies. I also saw Jaws in real d 3d and they really want to emphasize that it was the real d 3d 
<clears throat> and that was really cool because I had never seen Jaws in theaters before. I'd only see it on like a laptop or whatever, or a DVD, like ten years ago. So that was pretty was cool the, seeing Jaws huge. How was the three D part? It was fine. It was like, why does it need to be three D? But it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Uh-uh. Uh, but that they're like trying to make it seem like it's the coolest thing ever. So like oh, there was but- a big introduction of like this is the best three D you're ever gonna see. In uh, <laughs> in the uh, the 3D though, was the Hitchcock zoom super cool? No, because it was just like they just barely make a set. It's really they don't like make things pop out for it. Uh, they you just kind of Schneider's. like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just add depth kind of with it, which is yeah. good. Like it didn't make it jarring, but uh, just it was still cool seeing it all big and loud. My uh, dad used to, in the, I would say probably 70s, something like that, he was a surfer, and uh, he would surf back in the day, and he uh, read 100 pages of Jaws, put it down, and never surfed again uh, in his (laughs) entire life. (laughs) No way. Wow. He said, nope, not doing it. Yeah. There are some fascinating. Uh, it'd be an interesting paper if some or, or study if somebody would do it of um, how big media moments of like the '60s and '70s could really alter and affect the public in a way that I don't think happens anymore because we're just so used to it, we're bombarded yeah. with it. But like you hear, you hear stories like that, right? Your mm-hmm. dad or people seeing jaws or reading jaws and be like nope never again but then there are people that watch the exorcist that like walked out of True. it because it was the scariest thing that they'd ever seen in their lives yeah. and it, and it fucked them up for like 40 years yeah i don't think that yeah. happens i won't watch that i won't watch that movie yeah. <laughs> um i bet you the exorcist I, is tame to today's standards in a lot of ways it probably then. is it probably looks kind of campy but back we then, were talking yeah last week we were talking with um What's that guy? He's not a good person. He's well, the other guy, uh, oh, guy yeah. on the podcast. But <laughs> yeah. he was um, saying that, you know, his buddy uh, Owen, who's a good guy. Yeah, uh, great guy. Has no problem watching stuff like Exorcist because it's just not real. And I ha- take the exact opposite position. And I go, no, this is real. And I'm not watching it because it's spooky. <laughs> but to your point, Joe, it also goes like Godfather. Like the Godfather um, fran- uh, franchise changed the way... Oh, the mafia work. Yeah. Explain. I wish I could. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) uh, Do you know, Kevin? I I was really hoping I wasn't going to get a follow up. Before that movie, nobody really knew anything about it. Like, in terms of the way it was run and everything like that. I think that that almost made it come to surface. And Sinatra was super. He's like kind of played in the movie, and Sinatra like lividly hated the project and wanted it to go away because he didn't want people to know that he was in cahoots with like organized crime people, basically. Well, and it significantly changed it culturally, right? Like maybe exactly. it was something that was kind of looked at as a, a deplorable thing, but then it became you know that Family. and movies like Scarface became things that yeah, uh, a very male base considered cool, like something that they like. Uh, uh strive to become yeah in yeah. Men, in many uh facets of culture for everything from like you know gosh <laughs> again angry angry white men to to hip-hop culture and stuff putting it, like that type yeah. of um, yep. it doesn't happen today i feel like too because like that was the only thing you kind of had access to like viewing so it was like easy for like such a large group of people to hook onto that whereas now it's like you could have two people who like this thing, another five people who like this thing, and it's like so much. There's, like you said, there's yep. so much more that you mm-hmm. can like latch onto. Uh, bubbles that seem so big, but then when they're pop, you realize how insignificant they truly yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like there's so many. I, uh, not not to, I'm not a rag on this at all, but like, I worked with Smosh, and Smosh had 25 million subscribers, and it was huge, yeah. and 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 we employed a lot of people when we were there, and we touched a lot of lives. But then you get out of that smosh bubble and just go to even a, you go away from the Internet and nobody knows you yeah. go even just like three doors down on the Internet and people are like, what's smosh? Yep. Yeah. Right. And you forget you forget that everything is like the Venn diagrams actually aren't really 
crossing in a lot of uh, ways, even Damn. though the bubbles are so big. It's kind of like space. Yeah. If you think about <laughs> space and the galaxies. Dude, That's how can we not us. right now? All those all those <laughs> photos that are coming back, like Jupiter? Like, whoa, yeah. sexy Jupiter, what's I up? I haven't seen that one. I kind of want to see that now. Oh, my God. <laughs> the photos are so good. <laughs> Is it James? They so, yeah. really are great. Yeah, the Is web. James. They're oh, so wow. crazy. To the point where I'm like, hey, hey, uh, hey, telescope. Look, I know you're, <laughs> I know you're busy with all these planets and stars and stuff, but uh, I need a new headshot. So why don't you just... Uh, Turn your lens this way, and let's see what you can do. <laughs> That's a great point, Joe. It's just I like a molecule on your skin. Yeah. <laughs> Today, the James Webb Telescope released a photo of Stubble from Joe Beretta when he was going on a walk and mumbling about how sad he was. <laughs> yeah, James Webb's is so good, it can also read your emotional state. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> This is the darkest emotion that we have seen from Joe Beretta in the history of space exploration. <laughs> it's so uh, good. It's you got to check it out, Kevin. It's fascinating stuff. I will. You know what other movie uh, I saw? What? Bodies, bodies, bodies. I've seen many um, uh, uh, ads, ads, ads for that movie, but <laughs> don't I, see it. Don't really? see it. Yeah. But the ads say it's one of the best movies no, in whodunits in history. Do you guys like Pete Davidson? I am. We talked about this last week. I uh, was not there. I'm uh, right in the middle on. Pete oh Davidson. yeah, we did. But I think before the show, Elliot. I find him yeah. fascinating. Oh, he's a fascinating. You, oh, character fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. He what makes me you, laugh Elliot? sometimes. I don't have a problem with him. I think he's. Yeah. Uh, I think he he cracks me up. Um, I don't. You know, good for him. Good for him, is what I would say. All right. What a what a good for him, you know? I mean, maybe my you guys, goodness. Maybe you'll enjoy it, Elliot. You might need to see it then. Think about uh, it. All right, I will. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever watched Pete Davidson act. Right, yeah. I'm a little, I like when he's do, behind the desk and he's doing <laughs> funny monologues. All right, well, maybe, maybe don't see it, Elliot. <laughs> 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 Uh, is he not a good actor? Is that the... <laughs> no, no, it's just it's just not that okay. good. He, and he's, he's in it. <laughs> uh, uh, there was a apparently there was another like I think YouTuber boxing match this weekend because I saw a bunch oh, of people sh- tweeting about it, but I didn't yeah, know about yeah. it. It was like K, I think it was uh, KSI's brother and stuff. Oh, like you're that. right. Yeah, it was. Um, but I didn't see any highlights. I don't care to because boxing, whether it's uh, professional or uh, people that can't do it doing it doesn't interest me but it really did make me think that we're like we're getting into this this new realm of entertainment where we're having these crossover right now i guess internet people doing more mainstream things and if why not other things why yeah instead of wrestling or like so it's boxing right now right like could we make a program of internet-esque people doing other things, um, I guess, head-to-head, or let's just keep it in the realm of sports. Would it be interesting on a on a massive level to get 20 of the most, I don't want to say capable, but uh, interesting yeah. people to play five-on-five basketball, right? And I know the answer is no. And is the answer no because there's just something so primal about two people beating the shit out of each other? Is that I why it that does is. well? I think so. Because it's like it's all about just like physical and mental strength as opposed – especially with like a five-on-five five thing that would be like team-based. And there's something about just like just and there's beating a lot of, the shit out of each other. And there's a lot of hate watching, right? Like I think a lot of like reasons like the Paul Yeah, to see somebody up. you hate get beat up. The chance yeah, of that even. Uh, it's uh, there's a very inappropriate old joke that is <laughs> you guys will remember about arguing online. Do you know that? How it's like the Special Olympics. <laughs> no, it's an inappropriate joke. <laughs> okay. and I, I won't no. finish it, but um, it, I think that's a lot of it. Is is watching uh, influencers fight no matter who wins at least you get to see an influencer get punched in the face kicked out of yeah yeah 
Yeah, but we I do, don't think you'd. Yeah, I think there's I a think there's, basketball would do that. I think the primal nature of it, uh, uh paired with the sh- the, the Scheidenfreuden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also paired with the ultimate fandoms coming together to also cheer on people that mm. they do want to see winner. And and it's just there's a pretty basic. You know, the guy that, in theory, the guy that gets punched the most loses, and the guy yeah. that punches the other guy the most wins. Yeah, very and that makes simple. it it's very simple. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't appeal to me. It just never it doesn't has. appeal to me either. I would be more interested in watching a different sport, but I think the the hugeness of it is based around what you said. Yeah. Just the one on one. Yeah. The only one I would watch would be a because I just saw a clip of this little preview uh, of um, Shaquille O'Neal and Hasbullah. Now, if they were to go toe-to-toe in the ring... No, wait. Elliot. I was just, I was just seeing what you were saying. I was, <laughs> I was just trying to get a rise I know, out I... of it. <laughs> I, I like that. I that would be the bloodiest... His head would be gone. It would be awful. Be the quickest, it'd be gone. It'd it be would sad. just pinch. Uh, He'd pinch him. Cute though. <laughs> it'd be cute. But I'm glad you mentioned that, man. It's been all over the feed, and it's the best thing I in the know. world. Have you seen it, Joe? I, I, Shaquille uh, O'Neal and Hasbula have met officially, and it's all on yeah. video. Man, I feel so dumb right now because I don't know who Hasbula is. <laughs> yes, you do. He's my boy. No, yeah, you do. <laughs> He's my boy. I have a face Come of on. him. Let me let me bring him up. I, I... oh okay. No, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, man, but yeah, they met and Shaq's hand. Where'd you guys go? Shaq's hand. They like went to go shake hands and Hasbula just like put his hand up and then Shaq took his fingers and just like covered Hasbula's hand and just shook his hand with his <laughs> two fingers. Beautiful. Like that? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just, and just cracked all of his phalanges. They no you longer the, You saw Hasbula laying a punch on Shaq, right? Yeah. On the boat? Yeah. That video had everything you could want. <laughs> <laughs> that 10 second video a beautiful view and Shaq Shaq's- and Hasbulla and violence and resolution it was a perfect story do people cause I love Shaq is Shaq still like loved we all love Shaq yeah. right okay yeah. good Good. I don't, I'm I don't agree with sure. everything but he's I've met him before he's, he's like a, a flat earther though isn't he I think he believes in he's flat he's got earth. some weird yeah. he might have some weird uh, stuff going on yeah. but uh <laughs> that's okay genuinely seems like a pretty good dude Nobody's perfect, but like, there's enough v- videos of him just like randomly buying people's groceries. Yeah, or that's what I feel know, like too. Just like yeah. out of the blue, paying like it just seems like a, a a good enough guy that knows he's a celebrity, knows the power that comes with it, revels in it. Yeah, <laughs> revels <laughs> yep. in it a lot, but also does a little bit of good with it. So yeah, I mean, that's like all you highly like he's got. I think he's super educated in some way i feel like he got a master's or a doctorate at some Damn. point uh, he, uh, if he's doing that and believing in a flat earth i don't know he did Something's that off. i'm wondering if you're confusing he maybe he did but he also did the um he worked as a as a policeman for a while like or i don't want to say oh honorary. i didn't know that yeah damn <laughs> i don't maybe we're all just making stuff up about shat <laughs> <Just making facts. laughs> uh, he also has one leg i don't know if you guys knew that and Whoa. played basketball with one leg the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's five feet tall. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's no, he has a, a doctorate from the Barry University of Miami in education. Doctor O'Neill. He graduated three point eight. Wow. Again, that's the same thing as reading seventeen books to me. Where did he get the damn time? No, that's that's more. I can. I feel like I see. He could just buy time in some sense. I think he could. Like Wait, Hank can you Green. do that with money? <laughs> yeah, you can, dude. <laughs> yeah. Can you buy more hours in a day? Uh, you um, know what I mean. I was gonna look up uh, if there was any would you rather's and pull a pull a bad person. Uh, I'm way ahead of you, dude. Oh damn. Uh, would you rather have a get out of jail free card for any crime, a license to kill, the vision of an eagle without peripheral vision? Wow, Hawk again. Whew, beautiful. 
right? As I say, have your life expectancy raised by 25 years, be able to walk on water, or be able to fly for 12 seconds. Okay, not fly. Wait, did you say fly for 12 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. No. Not fly. Uh, so how long? How, just how long can I? How long can I push that kill. twelve seconds until I I go too high and don't? <laughs> yeah, didn't you can't save fly enough back to yeah. land. <laughs> you can only fly up yeah. for six seconds, seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be very careful about how you time that. <laughs> don't push uh, it, so Joe. The options are: have one get out of jail free card uh, no. for any crime, have a license to kill. No. Have the vision of an eagle without mm. peripheral view. Have your life expectancy raised by 25 years, but be half blind and deaf. Which you'll probably be anyways, which, yeah. will, ma- which will make you full blind and deaf. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> one plus be one. able to walk on water or be able to fly for 12 seconds. I think walk on water, like easy. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Easy. You could yeah. run on you could Could you run on water, though? You know, well, you have to learn to walk first, Kevin. Hmm. Could you run on water? And then yeah, you I could learn. Up? I could learn. <laughs> Am I allowed to swim still? <laughs> exactly, because it does say be able to walk on water, which I kind of like the idea of being able to like do a stair step thing out of the water. I think that really Whoa. freaked people out. Look, I don't funny. have, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I don't have it in me to end somebody's life. Um, it does. However, there is a certain. What did you say, Kevin? <laughs> I just totally missed. I just missed it, and it hit my tooth on the glass thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. However, (laughs) there is a certain, like, you could probably do some slight good if you needed to with that power. I'm guessing a license to kill. A license to kill? Right. I'm guessing a license to kill is, like, you can kill anybody without consequence, right? Yeah, but there'd always be some consequence to you. you. Exactly. You still have to be able to pull it off, but, like, if you could, like, take out Putin right now, would you do it? Yeah. Would you do it? What, um, what do you think about the other he options? Said he would do it, <laughs> Joe. Um, and then the other one being... Uh... <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Um, if, if, that gets put, if that job gets put on me, uh, we have bigger problems. You still have to be able to, take, to pull it off, right? And that goes yeah. back to the same uh, get-out-of-jail-free get card. So if I'm like, well, maybe I could steal a billion dollars from the billion-dollar bank. Uh <laughs> And I could do, do that, that do that without consequence. Great, but you guess I got to be able to pull it off. So, kind of make some new. You know, I think you kind of convinced me, Joe. I think I'm going to go with the have one get out of jail free card. Assuming and, you can pull it off, right? Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I guess so. I'm assuming that there are crimes that could be committed that you know it's like what is it Ocean's Eleven where it's like they get insured anyway like yeah it's just cool and fun them. yeah yeah <laughs> it's like, just a boy if, it's just hanging out with the guys <laughs> like i like going to vegas i wouldn't go there right now because there's a guy no. that i don't I like who's there but uh yeah the being able to go into vegas and there is in uh on fremont street there's a tiny place maybe it's four queens i think but you go into it and they have a million dollars on display uh like cash uh-huh. you can look at um, I mean, just, just, just take it. I just <laughs> it, take it. But you still gotta be able to take it. It's like there's some guy out there that would be like, take the president hostage on live TV and be like, I'll do it, I'll do it, yeah. and then he just goes, Nah, just joking. I got <laughs> just joking. Because also, it's one get out of jail free, and most crimes have a tendency to involve other crimes. So you're mm-hmm. right. I'm not gonna do that one. Looks like we're all walking on water, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Which, great. Now I'm in the middle of the fucking Pacific. <laughs> God dang it. Dude, people, I feel like a huge percentage of the population would then, like, bow down to you. You'd be a prophet of Jesus. Kevin always wanted to be fucking a power-hungry I wanted to leader. be Jesus. Mm, all the time. coming out. God, remember how many times he tried to make us drink the Kool-Aid at the office? It was crazy. And you guys yeah. never did. And I'm still mad crazy. about it. <laughs> He's got so much Kool-Aid left over. <laughs> and uh, and tracksuits. Who, who did the Kool-Aid thing? What was his name? 
Jeffrey, uh, Jimmy, Jeff, something, Jim Jay. Jones, something like that. Jim yeah. Jones, yeah. Jim Jones, yeah, yeah. Wow, boy, what a guy, what <laughs> a guy. Some, a crazy world. <laughs> and with that, thank you for listening to the Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> no, let's hang on a second. <laughs> that man convinced people that the spaceship was behind a meteor, and then made him drink uh, Kool Aid, and then killed everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't, was that Jim Jones? I think that might've been the other one. Well, that's a guy. You're right about that story, Elliot. That's Heaven's Gate, isn't it? It's Heaven's Heaven's Gate. Gate, Yeah. Yeah. And they have like the audio of that. Have you heard that? It's awful. Oh no. Yeah. You hear like the audio, the last like 45 minutes of everybody dying of him, like saying his last prayer or whatever. And like, them drinking it and then you just hear like coughing and like it's not good yeah it's jim, on youtube oh, jim jones and heaven's I'll gate avoid were that. two yeah. different horrible different things it was yeah so oh, heaven's were, gate okay. who was heaven's gate then heaven's gate was on, bonnie nettles and marshall applewhite oh okay known within the movement as t and doe respectively mm, t and doe it's all like if you deep dive on any of those stories they're all yeah, they're, they're again on a human level fascinating until the end when they're just fucking horrible. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, thanks for watching the Valley thanks, Cast, everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, as always, uh, let me a little, little update on the movie, movie game. If you're one oh, of yeah. our, our European, uh, UK, or EU people and you're still waiting on the game, that's because VAT registration in those uh, that part of the world is fucking nearly impossible. Uh, but we're taking it uh, from two different angles now, so hopefully it'll work out soon and you'll get your games. Uh, Airdrops. If, you, <laughs> if you're in the uh, every other part of the world and you haven't got it yet, you should have. And if you haven't, go to Kickstarter and message me on Kickstarter and I'll help you get it figured out. But a lot of people are Boom. playing the game and they love it. And uh, we're still getting uh, a lot of uh, people picking it up over on Shopify. So hit yeah. up the movie, movie game Shopify. It's still for sale. Please go check it out. Beautiful. That's it from my end. That's all. That's all from everybody's end. It's the, it's the end. Mildly funny story that I have to tell you guys when we're off air. So that suckers hang up on me. Yeah, you don't get to hear. It's very funny. I think we should do a spin-off podcast. that's just the before and after of the episodes. Okay, that, there's Let's a do reason it. those exist. So it's a bad idea. All right, bye everybody. Bye, bye everybody. Bye.